Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome back to Too Long Did Read It, everyone's favorite discovery, uncovery. Let's look here. Let's Woo. look there. Yeah. What's going to happen next on Reddit? Yeah, yeah. Woohoo! Wow, you guys sound like the Wiggles. <laughs> Thank you. I wonder how many fake songs I'm singing a day. A lot. A lot. I mean, I sing a lot. Yeah, I sing a lot. Sometimes I think to myself, am I just doing these as a performative thing where I, I do it in front of John so I get a reaction? But then often I'm alone and I do weird things. Too. Yeah, you I do was going to say, yourself. I don't feel that it's performative. <laughs> yeah, you're your own audience. Yeah. Like a Beautiful. lot of times in the shower, I want to have a little song. Oh, I do yeah. that too. I'm walking yeah. around talking to myself all day. Ooh, I also yeah. repeat phrases a lot in my mind. Like I'll get stuck on a phrase. And then I just have to keep saying it. And a lot of times it doesn't make any sense. I, I think I've told you this, but all the time when I'm listening to podcasts, they'll be like, and I'm Michael Hobbs. And then I go, and I'm Michael Hobbs. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just get, I don't even know where it comes from, but I'll just get, like, I remember one time it was just a series of numbers and I just kept saying them. And then I just had to keep repeating them in my mind for a while. My new thing that I'm, I'm allowing myself to do is a lot of times when I'm eating, I want to dance. Mm -hmm. um and i i let myself do it now in public yeah why not oh. where i'm just eating and i'm I'm doing a little dance i do you gotta that all normalize the time it now. normalize yeah. it because a lot of times there's music playing in a restaurant or i like my food so i'm just doing a little dance okay okay well you know you should um maybe take some sort of online autism quiz when I was little and I liked my food, I would hum and I didn't even know I was doing it. Yeah, babe, that's a that's a sort. Yeah, why don't you just sort of hop on, hop on a little a little autism test and uh, give it a whirl? I love humming, as I demonstrated for both of you. I love the way that my lips feel when there's a vibration between them. When did you demonstrate I'm that? Doing, I missed when it. I went. <laughs> <laughs> fucking show what is this show <laughs> what is this? i did that like maybe an that hour like and a half 20 ago minutes ago but not on <laughs> do you not yes yes i i mean yes, I was we we talked and i tried to do it and i couldn't do it right mm -hmm. and that's how we started talking about that my weak cheeks yep that wasn't on mic oh so oh it still occurred it still but happened we, it was still well but if it didn't happen on the had. podcast it didn't happen weak cheeks raskin Oh, wow. Okay, so then am I allowed to say whatever I want to you if it's not on the podcast? <laughs> yeah, you can, and then you have to gently whisper, you'll never prove this. Oh, my God. I say that to John all the time. I go, nobody will believe you. That's horrifying. <laughs> That's horrifying. Is it or is it just a good goof? That it goes up on AllisonRaskinExposed.com. AllisonRaskinExposed.com. So we'll dive into a best of Reddit post. So that's, I guess, the subreddit. It's called Best of Reddit. Mm -hmm. And this one is entitled 
my wife cries at absolutely anything. I mean, anything. So I started writing the reasons down because reasons. Mm -hmm. And it totally makes sense, but whatever. Okay, so these are the reasons my wife is crying. She found out swans can be gay and thought it was really nice. That's that's fair. She was hung over and saw a picture of a piglet. Love. I kind of get that. I waited until it was dark and pretended to be the Babadook. That's hard. That's on the husband. Yeah, that's scary. The fluffy bunny escaped from an Arctic fox in a documentary. I feel like you would cry about that, Allison. I can't even watch animal documentaries because animal documentaries include the circle of life with animals eating other animals and therefore i cannot engage with that content okay this i relate to there were no biscuits in the house sure of course Mm. she remembered swans can be gay nice (laughs) (laughs) i tried to hold her hand when she wasn't expecting it sure oh i cooked her dinner after a long day oh she watched a video about a dog Aww. I actually really relate to a lot of these reasons. She's sensitive. She's sensitive. Don't make fun of her. Yeah. Melissa, how often do you cry? When Grey's Anatomy was still being aired all the time because, you know, there wasn't a strike, then I cry every week. That's when I get my long, good cry out. Because of Grey's you Anatomy? Cry every episode? Yeah. Wow. Why? And then I get mad if it's an episode that, like, I didn't cry on. I was like, y'all didn't get, get into my feels enough. I don't get that. I don't get watching things to cry. Well, I, I mean, I don't watch sad. it to cry. I watch it for entertainment. And then one of the aftermaths is that I cry. Like, I didn't go in to watch Inside Out expecting to cry. But uh, I went to see Inside Out and it was devastating. Uh, Hot take. Inside Out, one of the most annoying movies ever. Sob. Absolutely <laughs> sob. So, so sad. I was just like, why is everybody so emotional about this movie? I don't know. I saw it, but I barely remember it. I don't know. It fucked me up. It wasn't a core memory for you. No. I don't and- cry at the right times. Like, I don't cry when you're supposed to. Like, I was at Tony and Sarah's wedding, and they're like my best friends, and everyone was crying at their ceremony, and I was like, "This is nice." <laughs> but then, why are you crying? Sometimes other people crying does trigger me to cry. Mm-hmm. Really, I yeah. feel like other people crying makes me emotionally shut down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same. <laughs> and that's honestly why I think I could have been a therapist. Yeah, yeah I also that's true. I do. Yeah, a lot of TV just makes me cry. Like even mm-hmm. if it's like good things happening. And I'm just happy for what's going on. I cry. Season finales really make me cry. Wow. Wow. Interesting. Even if it's like a comedy. I'm just like, it's over. (laughs) (laughs) That's so like inconsistent with every other part of you. I I know. (laughs) Uh, The worst I ever cried was, um, what was that movie that was like about Peter Pan, but not really? Finding Neverland. Okay. Finding Neverland. There was this moment in that movie where the little boy was like, why did she have to die? And then I started crying and I cried to the end of the yeah. movie. Then I cried leaving the movie theater. Then I cried the rest of the night until I fell asleep. That's a brutal one. And I was like, I don't like this. I don't want to be that tapped into sadness in my emotions. Yeah. So now a lot of times if something is kind of sad on that TV, I won't let myself go. There. Wow. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, and I avoid sad stuff on purpose. You know what is a guaranteed 
the movie Dumbo. I cannot believe that is for children. That is the saddest fucking movie. That's, that movie is so it's messed so up. That's just a messed sad. up movie. I don't remember what it's about. He gets separated from his mom. I can't even think about it. I no, can't even no, think about it. No, no, It's the worst thing. It's the worst. I hate it. I don't know how this was for children. I used to babysit these kids who didn't speak English. It's scary. They used to watch and watch Dumbo all the time in Spanish. And I just would still be sobbing, even though it was not in a language I spoke. That's the universality of the mother-child experience. When I saw the second Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, did y'all see it? No, I need to, because John doesn't like Marvel movies. So now I'm no. now I've missed so many. But I mean, we can watch them together. You love Marvel movies, I know. But he yeah, never we wants can watch, to them, watch together. them. Okay, that'd be well, good for me. I mean, we all know that there's an actual death. That's not a spoiler. Right. Um, so when they're having the funeral. Like, the filmmakers knew that everybody would be crying at a certain point, and it's just complete, like, they take all the music out, it's just complete silence. And when I saw it in the theater, everybody, you could just hear everybody sobbing well, in the that was theaters. a really rough death. Oh, my God. Bozeman. Real yeah. rough. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I think stuff that gets me in any medium, if it has to do with, like, parents and kids, I can't do it. I don't know why. It really fucks yeah. me up. That was the other time I cried hysterically was like during this like very short moment in the Hunger Games, like there was like a stampede or something. And there was like a little girl standing over her dead mom being like mommy or something. It's over. I was like all the like actual moments of the Hunger Games. I'm like, whatever. This is they're killing each other. I'm emotionally attached. But yeah, they're killing everyone's dying, whatever. But that one moment of that little girl, I was like, Jesus Christ. I never seen that movie because I just don't want to see like people being killed. Like that's why I like. No, I don't like it. The books are amazing. The <laughs> yeah. books are incredible. Too much going. That's on. why I like I horror because it's like campy that. and you're like going into it with expectations of of death. You're not going into Dumbo thinking you're going to be fucked for life. I feel like a lot of those early Disney movies were just fucked for life. Bambi, like, Fantasia is a horror film. <laughs> Bambi. Horrible. Horrible. Yeah. Anyway, what is, what is the plot of Fantasia? I don't. There isn't it's one. It's scary. like a series of there is. There's like little mini yeah. plots within it, but like it's just scary. It's, it's animation it's not for children. Set to music and like Mickey's mm-hmm. like doing some magic and stuff. And um, but I, it's very rooms are moving it's around. Very visual. <laughs> yeah, it's for when you're stoned. I think. Mm-hmm. Well, I shouldn't have seen it as a yeah, five-year-old. The brooms. Oh I God. literally Sounds ran the out brooms. the brooms. Has dealing with stress and trying to get more focused a New Year's resolution you haven't cracked yet or don't really know how to fix? I have a lot of trouble staying focused and I also get super stressed out. And I think the not being able to stay focused really dovetails with that. So if there was a way for me to keep my focus that didn't also cause my brain to get so scattered with stress, I would love to be able to fix it. I sometimes can't focus on the task at hand because I'm so busy realizing that there are things I need to do on the Just Between Us Instagram account. So I'll be like fully writing something and all of a sudden my brain will go, JBU Instagram, have to post on social media. Truvega is a handheld product that stimulates the vagus nerve to improve overall health and wellness. Stimulating the vagus nerve with Truvega helps to balance and strengthen the nervous system, which reduces stress, increases focus, improves mood, and improves sleep. 
Trivega is owned by Electricor and uses its patented technology for overall health and wellness benefits. Its utilized technology is the most clinically studied and tested vagus nerve therapy available. Customizable sessions are only two minutes long. Recommended usage is one session in the morning and one at night. Truvega comes programmed with 350 sessions, which if used twice a day will last approximately six months. It's drug-free and easy to use therapy to help improve your health. No app or phone is required. We offer free standard shipping, payment plan options, and a 30-day money-back guarantee. It's only available in the U.S. at this time. Visit truvega.com, T-R-U-V-A-G-A.com, and enter promo code just between us to enhance your wellness journey, support this podcast, and receive $15 off. That's T-R-U-V-A-G-A.com. Check out promo code just between us. Let's get off this rather depressing topic <laughs> and dive into the subreddit Unethical Life Pro Tips. I love tips. this one. An Unethical Life Pro Tip, or ULPT, is a tip that improves your life in a meaningful way, perhaps at the expense love. of others and or with questionable love. legality. Due to their nature, do not actually follow any of these tips. They're just for fun. Share your best tips you've picked out throughout your life and learn from others. All right, and this has 1.5 million members. Okay, so this is a request, and it says how to stay unrecognizable by the hotel staff as long yes. as possible. All right, I found a hotel that serves free <laughs> breakfast, and the food there is out of this world, folks. I'll tell you, it tastes even better because it comes at no cost. First, what might happen if they catch on and ask me if I'm a guest or just a stranger who walked in to scrounge? What should I say to at least avoid any troubles and get myself off the hook with no consequences? Let on a confused, clueless tourist? Secondly, what should I do to stay inconspicuous? Wear different clothes and not to frequent the place too often? Once, two weeks, okay? okay? here's my thing. Here's what you do. You you wait around until someone drops their key or loses their key. That was exactly where you, my mind you, went. Or you somehow acquire what looks like a room key for this hotel. Maybe you make it. Maybe you order it online. Whatever. Then you have the key. So if they say, are you a guest here? You can be like, oh, yeah, I have my key. Like that proves that you're a guest. The other thing. So have oh. the key on you. The other thing is, yes, absolutely. Change your hair. Wear a hat. Change your clothes. Um don't and and also don't look don't even have an inch an inch of nerves don't look suspicious at all walk with purpose walk with confidence you can even i would say don't take the food outside with you so you definitely have to sit there and eat in the place because otherwise it is suspicious um but i do think if you get caught just procure a room key and then if they say oh that's like i don't think you're staying here be like oh no oh is there another hotel am i in the wrong hotel and then just be like, oh, I'm in the wrong hotel because you what? have a key. So you'll be like, oh, my God, I'm sorry. I went into the wrong hotel. That's believable if you have a key on you. The other thing. But the keys of the hotel say what hotel you're at. Yeah. So that I think you work. can say, oh, oops, I'm sense. at the wrong. I'm, I don't know. Whatever. I have a key for this hotel, but I'm at the wrong hotel. There's another hotel that has the same key. I don't know. It doesn't matter. You just. No, they ha- it literally you're says falling. the hotel name on yeah, the hotel key. Apart. This whole the thing other thing apart. is no, but I think you're good I up till that part. The other thing is you don't speak English and don't pick a language people know. 
<laughs> okay, somebody wrote, my bestie was a hotel manager and saw people Iconic. do this all the time. We don't give a shit. Just don't make a mess is his official advice. Yeah, I mean, it just I think it just depends on if you go to because sometimes you'll go to a hotel and when you like go to the food area, they'll be like, what oh. room are you in? And so that's a problem if there is one that's asking. But if it's just like one that doesn't ask, I think you just move with purpose. Is it a fancy hotel? Or is it like... I think that's going to make a big difference. Yeah. And is it in a populated area? But I think having different outfits, different outfits is good. Uh, Maybe once a week is probably your max. Yeah. Hair dye. That would arouse suspicion if I saw someone with a fake mustache. Especially if they're eating, because you're right. going to be looking at their mouths. Yeah. But yeah, I just say it blend. You need to look like the other people at the hotel. So you need to match whatever vibes Ooh. going on. You match whatever star that the hotel no, rating is. You got to no. fit it's a, in. If with it's that. like a Marriott or something, if it's like a regular hotel, be in your pajamas. Yeah, that's what like I'm saying. You got to match the vibe of the people. The food. Someone would see you walk into the hotel with your pajamas. But there's multiple entrances also, for hotels. So you have to oh, not come have through a pack the front of cigarettes door. cigarettes on you. Interesting. And then go into the hotel with the cig- at closing up the packet of cigarettes to look like you just went out to smoke and are coming back in. Okay, pretty good. I'm a genius. Pretty good. Yeah, I would say spread it out though. <laughs> I think you can't. If you do go more than once a week, you're, you're yeah, flying you're playing yeah, close yeah, to the yeah. sun. Playing with fire there. Let's do this uh, no stupid questions. That's an old favorite. My boss wants me to date her daughter. What are the cons of doing this? I work in an office doing data entry and I expect to be working there in the long run. My boss showed me a picture of her daughter and she's really hot. My boss said we also have a lot of similar hobbies and interests. Update. I agreed to meet her. My boss will set up a three-way meeting. Edit wording. Yeah. I wouldn't put no. three way in the sentence every, anywhere, but this I'm terrible idea. I'm opposed to this unless you're quitting the next week. Yeah, this is a horrible, I'm horrible idea. Why the is the is the daughter so hard up that the boss is like, "There's a, a eligible man at my job. Here you go." It could just be. I think that y'all would be a good match for each other. Right. I think the only scenario where you can date your boss's daughter. Is if you meet them at like a work event, you hit it off in person, then you secretly date for a mm-hmm. period of time until it becomes serious, and yeah. then you tell the boss. Yeah, yeah, you can't be a setup unless can't be a setup. You're never going to work there huh. again the next right. week. Because what the hell? If things go bad. Oh my god! It's like that's like worse, almost worse than like dating a coworker to yeah. date the boss's daughter. Agree. I, I mean, it is kind of nice for the boss to be like, "Oh, I think you like. I like you. I think you would do it. Like, really, I think you and my daughter would get like. It is flattering mm-hmm. to be like, "Oh, I really think you guys would get yeah. along." So, what do you say? How do you say that to the boss without being insulting? I think you say like. That your daughter seems amazing. And honestly, if I met her in a different circumstance, I'm sure I would ask her out. But it feels like maybe it would be too messy, you know, if things don't work out between us, considering yeah. you're my boss. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's a good idea for us to like mix work yeah. and pleasure in that way. Someone mm-hmm. just wrote, don't get your meat where you make your bread. I've never heard that before. Oh, me neither. It's a better way to say don't shit where you eat. Um, ask your boss, what's the dowry? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, do you think you have any recourse? Like if you if you date the daughter, you break up and then you get fired or you feel like there's consequences at your job. Can you like, is that part of harassment? Like, can you sue? Can you like, do you have any recourse, do you think? Maybe. Probably depends know. what state you're in because I feel like different states have different laws about mm. employees. I think this was very unprofessional of the boss to do. The boss should not have done this. This is a, a power dynamic thing that's happening. You you go to HR, you say she's harassing you, they have to give you a payout. Done. I guess, but this person wants to keep their job. They like their job. Someone said, it seems to work out pretty well for the folks on Pornhub. <laughs> do it. I banged my boss's daughter on his desk because I hated him. We've been together 24 years and he's a great father-in-law. You never know. What? <laughs> I, I think that's a lie. That's a lie. That's but a some lie. Some people are very different uh, out of that's the office. That's a full lie. Yeah. All right. Another conversation starter I'll share is from the subreddit ECE professionals, which I believe is like early childhood education professionals. Mm -hmm. I don't know why this was recommended to me, but it says, what makes a teacher ask if a kid is an only child? What would make you think a child is an only child? I've had several staff members ask me this about my daughter. I think they are being playful and appreciative of her nature, saying things like Molly is Molly and Molly stands up for herself but my husband is offended. I'm an early educator myself. I don't work where my children attend. Molly is Molly does not seem like a good thing to me. Yeah. Well, it says a lot of my only child kiddos much rather play and hang out with so adults. So that would be the signal is like if you get along with adults better than kids. that you're. Or if you child. don't know how to share. I would think it's if you don't know how to share. Yeah. Well... Yeah, a few people have said it's because they get along better with uh, adults. That's what the. That's but that was me. That was me as a kid, and I but had that's an older sister. Yeah, and that was me as a kid too, and I was the oldest. Yeah. So I don't think that tracks. I think that this is there. People are responding yeah. this way to be nice to this person and not telling the truth, which is the only time that's ever happened on Reddit. And I also think that sometimes you can tell who is an only child when they're an adult. Ooh, tell me more. I think when you meet someone, I think there's certain people that you meet. I don't know how to explain it, but you just meet them and you just know they're an only child. I worry about that because I kind of only want to have one kid. And it's like, am I going to make that kid like, is there ways to avoid it? I don't think it's all only children are this way. But I think when someone is a certain way, you can tell they're an only child. But I don't think all only children are this way at all. But I think the way you avoid it is to have a group of friends for them. Like you find someone that has... A child that's the same age and you kind of like put them around them like really socialize them yes more than like 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 um intentionally socialize them mm -hmm. in a way mm -hmm. all right yeah my parents left me and my sister to our own devices and we didn't we didn't even really get along what's that have to do with anything I'm just saying like Correct. you, I feel like <laughs> I spent a lot of time by myself because like when you have two kids, you're like, oh, they'll hang out with each other. They'll take care of each other. But we didn't like really have overlapping interests. Uh -huh. So then I was just by myself anyway. So then I also like got along with adults better or like was more solitary. 
Can I share the part of my sister's wedding speech that killed me? Okay, so my sister was like, Allison and I are five years apart, which is like a lot, a, a, a long time. And so it was like hard for us growing up. But then I realized as an adult, the reason it was problem was because of our personalities. <laughs> yeah, that age gap wasn't the problem. It was that you guys were. It was just me yeah. being a freaking weirdo. Oh, yeah. I always think I, about jocelyn being like oh i'm gonna have a sister oh not like this <laughs> oh no now we're close that's the yeah. thing that i think is actually really helpful for me to know is like i think if my had if i end up having multiple children i like won't sweat it if they don't get along mm-hmm. as kids yeah because me, my sister and i did not get she didn't talk to me for like six years me and melanie fought so much when we were little kids well I mean, I'm six years older than her. And then, like, now we're, like, best of pals now, so. And you yeah, worked together. I did not yeah, get along. worked together. Yeah. yeah, we did not get along. And I would say we get along now, but she did just yell at me for something uh, via text message in a way that was not a, an appropriate response to what I wrote, so. That's her. Who knows? I know, but, like, sometimes we are friends and we do get along. And then other times I'm like, I don't know why I'm in trouble, but I'm just going to leave this alone. So, you know, we do, we, we did not get along as kids. And I also, I'm the older than her and I didn't talk to her for years when she, when I was in college and she was in high school, did not talk to her at all. That's when me and Melanie got close was when I was in college and she was in high school and then she'd come hang out with me. Mm. Yeah. My sister started talking to me once she like was about to go to college. Actually, I saw a TikTok that was like from Breaking Bad, the scene where uh, Walt and Jesse finally decide to work together and they shake hands. And it was like reluctantly. And it was like when you and your sibling uh, finally realize you have to come together after all these years. I feel like I have a memory of like being on like the staircase in my house and like my sister was like talking to me and my mom. And I was like, this is wild. I was like, she just was like suddenly talking to us. Like she didn't hate us. And I was like, oh my God. Has dealing with stress and trying to get more focused a New Year's resolution you haven't cracked yet or don't really know how to fix? I have a lot of trouble staying focused and I also get super stressed out. And I think the not being able to stay focused really dovetails with that. So if there was a way for me to keep my focus that didn't also cause my brain to get so scattered with stress, I would love to be able to fix it. I sometimes can't focus on the task at hand because I'm so busy realizing that there are things I need to do on the Just Between Us Instagram account. So I'll be like fully writing something and all of a sudden my brain will go, JBU Instagram, have to post on social media. Truvega is a handheld product that stimulates the vagus nerve to improve overall health and wellness. Stimulating the vagus nerve with Truvega helps to balance and strengthen the nervous system, which reduces stress, increases focus, improves mood, and improves sleep. Truvega is owned by Electrocore and uses its patented technology for overall health and wellness benefits. Its utilized technology is the most clinically studied and tested vagus nerve therapy available. Customizable sessions are only two minutes long. Recommended usage is one session in the morning and one at night. Truvega comes programmed with 350 sessions, which if used twice a day, will last approximately six months. It's drug-free and easy-to-use therapy to help improve your health. No app or phone is required. We offer free standard shipping, payment plan options, and a 30-day money-back guarantee. It's only available in the U.S. at this time. Visit Truvega.com. 
D-R-U-V-A-G-A.com and enter promo code just between us to enhance your wellness journey, support this podcast and receive $15 off. That's T-R-U-V-A-G-A.com. Check out promo code just between us. So I found a really cool subreddit called They Did the Math, and I'm really into it. I'm really obsessed with it. It's people that are applying math to problems like or pictures or things. So it's like the subreddit is, and they said math had no real world applications. So then it's people saying like, is it people doing the math on stuff? Like one was like a picture of a pile of money from a movie, and it said, how much money is this? And then all these people are doing the actual math to like figure out how much money it is or like someone's like guess my height. And then they're like doing all the calculations to figure out like how tall the person is. So then this was I one where I don't understand it was- what you're saying at all. How could you figure out how tall someone is? Oh, that's so you'll look at other items that are in the room that they have and then find the item like online and then get an approximate estimate and then measure from that. Whoa. Or they'll be like, okay, so it looks like these are all $100 bills. Judging from, you know, how many $100 bills would fit in this space, we can reasonably assume that the amount of money is like $1.6 or something. Like, it's crazy. So It's like that thing where it's like marbles in a jar. Yes. You kind of figure out how many are in there. So this is like, man claims you'd have $367 million if you invested all the money into Apple shares instead of buying an iPhone every time it's released. And then uh, Behal calculated that to buy each model of iPhone at launch would set you back $17,000. But if you put that money into Apple stock, you'd ha- be sitting pretty on a stock portfolio worth a whopping $367 million. And then people did the actual math on it. Here's the math. Total spent on iPhones would have been $15,779. Present value of Apple stock shares that have been purchased on release date would have been $146,468.79. Stock split closing prices were used. Use the starting MRSP, blah, blah, blah. So they're doing all the math. How did Homeboy get $367 million instead of $146,000? If you incorrectly double the count of stock splits from 2014 to 2020, the present value is still just $3.17 million. So by each, like, blah, 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 he's off by a factor of 100, either, even with the worst assumptions. And then people are, like, doing all the math on it, and they're like, this guy is wrong. But I'm just like, it's so fascinating to see like all the people doing the math and like, I can't do the math. So I'm just so fascinated by how they do the calculations, how they're able to like figure out, like there's a picture of Scrooge and it's like from a cartoon and and he's like, I can't go on like this, losing a billion dollars a minute, I'll be broke in 600 years. And then someone said, (laughs) how much money does Scrooge have? Assuming broke is zero dollars. And then people mm-hmm. are like doing the math based on this little cartoon. So these are people that that enjoy this. They love it. Oh, I love math. They love it. Oh wow. I do algebra problems for fun. I have a whole notebook. What? Yeah. Where is my notebook? It's usually right here. But I what? have a notebook where I just sit and do algebra problems. Where do you get the algebra problems? I'll just look online. <laughs> you should join this <laughs> That's one. Fascinating. I just joined it. Yeah. How often do you do this? If I'm just sitting and I don't have anything to do, I'll just like Google, give me an algebra problem and then it'll spit one out and then I just sit there and do it and then I'll go back and then I'll check my answer and then I'll see if I'm right. Like once a day, once a month? Every day. Every day you're doing algebra problems. Mm-hmm. 
Melissa, this is so good for you because it'll stave off dementia. My grandmother had dementia, so. Yeah, yeah. you're doing the right thing. Maybe I should do it. Yeah. Do you like math? I don't know. You can find out. Did you like math? I remember like there was something about math homework that was easier for me than other homework. Where yeah. it was like, you know, you're in a different headspace than like having to like write an essay or something. Yeah. If I'm really wanting to be challenged, then I'll do um, – I'll get a chemistry problem, like balancing a chemistry equation. That's another level, though. You're fascinating. I know. Isn't she? Uh, we could have gone our whole lives without knowing that Melissa was doing algebra every day. <laughs> <laughs> my notebook is usually – I have no clue where it is, but it's usually right here. It's got to be in my room. But, I'm like, so y'all, are, y'all, y'all pass by my notebook of algebra things whenever you're over here. <laughs> Yeah, but am I able to read algebra? No. Might as well be high. <laughs> just see that she's doing that she's up to stuff. But yeah. I don't know because you you're doing like production things that I don't know what that is. So I'm like, it could just be like measurements for a microphone. Like, how do I know? <laughs> <laughs> is it time for Reddit or not? Yeah. Whose turn Melissa, is it? Melissa, your turn. Well, I Melissa. decided. If there's something about aliens speaking to you in your sleep. Obviously. Ooh. There must be. Dreams through dreams? I bet they do. No, not dreams. Not dreams. Just like whispering in your ear while you're asleep. I just watched an interview with Cardi B where they asked her if she believes in aliens. And she was like, no. And they were like, why? And she was like, I just feel like they would have invaded us and taken us over like by now. But she believes in ghosts because she was in her hotel room or somewhere. She was somewhere and she was like, there's a ghost in this room and it's really trying to fuck me. And I was like, send it to me. Yeah. Um, and she's also a big fan of FDR. Yes. This was her Hot Ones interview. And she was like, she was like, no, I think aliens would, uh, like aliens would have come down and conquered. Like, what, why wouldn't, why would they just be visiting? Why wouldn't they just conquer us? And I was like, she's making, but that's different than aliens existing because maybe aliens don't have the technology. No, yet, she's, so we're all mm-hmm. in different galaxies and we can't reach each other. She was yet. just saying no. But I don't think that logic is flawed. Well, whatever. That's yeah. like, do you think aliens have visited us? Is a different question. Do they exist? Yeah. Right. I found something that says, is it possible that alien abductions were actually sleep paralysis? <gasps> Not Which that. is interesting. Yeah, I've but, heard that before. Or too. is sleep paralysis actually an alien abduction? Opposite. I've had sleep paralysis numerous times. And I will tell you, there is no aliens around. And if they were, I would know. There are little birds around, though. What? Yeah. my The first time I experienced sleep paralysis, I was lying in my bed, and I could see my closet, and there's a little hummingbird flitting around, and I thought I was awake until I came out of it. What is sleep paralysis? Oh, it's horrible. When you're asleep. It's and horrible. And you can't move. Yeah. You can't move. You're just there, and you're like half asleep, half awake, so you can see what's going on around you. But then because you're partially asleep, then like dreams come into it. So then things that aren't actually happening happen. It's horrible. I've huh. had it. Yeah. It's so I bad. figured out how to get out of mine because I was getting them very often. But if I squeeze, if I concentrate and squeeze my toes, I'll wake up. It's so huh. bad. I feel like I've had something similar to this. Yeah. It's really scary. Uh, mine wasn't like so scary, but it was like annoying. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I'm not finding anything. Do you know about the hat man? What? Yeah. The hat man that a lot of people with sleep paralysis see the same guy wearing a hat. Oh, I don't see anybody. And they can't explain it. Didn't we already talk? Didn't we talk about this? on? We talked about the hat man. 
Not if I was present, maybe on your couch, but not. With me I feel present. like I just learned about the Hat Man very recently. It was not us. I have not somewhere. mentioned the Hat Man in a long time. Oh really? Someone was. Di- I just learned about the Hat Man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Someone else told. Someone you. else told you about it. How weird. You're gonna see him tonight, Allison. No, I don't want to. No. Please, he's no. coming. No. Okay. This is an ask Reddit that says aliens visit you while sleeping and you know they are coming again tonight. What do you do to stop them? Allison, why would I want this? Melissa wouldn't stop them. I'll let it count. I wouldn't stop them though. Melissa would not stop them. Melissa would be waiting legs wide open. (laughs) Yep. Okay. With legs wide open. (laughs) For the extraterrestrials. With legs wide open. Probe me, baby. For the aliens. All right. Well, thank you all so much for joining us. (laughs) Oh, you can sing, but I can't sing. (laughs) Judgy McJudger. I wanted to make it. You got to cut them off to leave the people wanting more. Okay. Okay. You know? We will be back on Wednesday with a full episode of Just Between Us that is available ad-free on our Patreon at patreon.com slash justbetweenus. We'll also release a teaser of the interview to get your tongue wet. Is that a thing? Wagging. Tongue wagging? Your appetite wet? (laughs) Your your tongue wet. You wet your appetite. Wet your appetite. Yeah, wet your tongue. Um, (laughs) And then if you aren't able to subscribe for $3 a month for eight ad-free episodes along with video content of all of our Reddit shows, you can just come back to this feed and listen to another Too Long Did Read It for free next Monday. Pretty good deal. Okay, love you guys. All right. Bop, bop, bada, beep, bop, boobity doo. Tata la tea too. Oh, we got a real scat cat here. <laughs> Just Between Us is a Gallison production hosted by me, Allison Raskin. And me, Gabe Dunn. Produced by Melissa D. Montz and Diamond Emprint Productions. Edited by Coco Lorenz. And production assistance by Melanie D. Watson. Brendan Burns composed our killer theme music. Join our Patreon to watch full episodes and listen ad-free. The link is in the description. And make sure to follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Discord, and Reddit. 